We've just seen that lovely animated film all about this reading. And now there's the Bible version. And the reading is taken from Matthew chapter 13, which can be found on page 978. And it's reading verses 1 to 9 and then 18 to 23. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered round him that he got into a boat and sat in it, while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places, where it did, did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly, because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered, because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop, a hundred 60 or 30 times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes, because of the word, they quickly fall away. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word. But the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop, yielding a hundred, sixty or thirty times what was sown. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. So this morning I could do with some help because I'd like to decorate this church a little bit. So can I ask all the children to come down to the front and there's going to be something for you in the corner and hopefully we can put it onto the glass windows there at the back so that every time we come into the church we would see what it is they've done. So, in May, it became just over a year since we moved house, and moving house meant we suddenly had a garden that we hadn't had before. In the flat, we hadn't had anything. The only plant that we'd had, we'd put in a pot outside the window, and it had been miraculously disappeared overnight. 
And um, this time we actually had a garden. And along the front of our window outside the lounge were some lovely flowers that came up. And they only lasted a few weeks. So we decided this spring was the time to start digging a bit more. So I worked out a vague idea of what I wanted to do, tried to make an ark. It's not quite right, but it does the job. And I started digging it. And the soil was hard. It was like, really tough to get through. There was weeds in it that I was having to pull up. There was grass that had been on it that I was trying to get rid of all the roots for that. And then we went to the garden centre and we worked out what plants we wanted to buy. And I was like, oh, red, that will go well with yellow. And I was looking at all the different colours that you could get. And we picked the plants that we wanted to do. So we came home and out of our dug border, I dug a bit deeper and I dug the holes that these plants would need to go into. And at the bottom, there was a few stones, so I moved the stones out of the way, I moved the weeds that were at, at the bottom of it, we put some water in the bottom, we took the plant out of the plastic pot, we manoeuvred the roots a bit and we stuck it in. And then we filled it up with soil, but proper soil, not the, not the old dry soil that had been there, we used like, the moist soil that came from the compost like, bag. And every day, I would come out and I would look at what we'd done and think, one day these are going to grow. One day they're going to grow. One day we're going to have colour. This would be cool. So every day we made sure we watered them. And eventually they began to grow. Eventually these flowers began to come up. Eventually these colours began to show through. And it worked. So we decided that as first-time gardeners we must be quite successful. And we decided to move on to seeds. So we started with a small pot, we put the compost in and we planted these small seeds and eventually they started to sprout, they started to grow and then came the time to move them. So I moved them into this front border that we dug and I dug the hole again, I moved the stones out of the way, I put water in the bottom and I put it in and two of them took, one of them didn't take. One of them, the leaves got scorched, they had black bits on them, the roots just didn't have anywhere to go because I hadn't dug the hole big enough because I'd got bored after doing the first two and I hadn't properly prepared it. So two of the three are doing okay and we haven't yet got to the flower stage but hopefully one day we'll get there. And today's reading is all about planting, it's all about sowing seeds into something. And it would be very easy to stand up and say, well, this is what this means because actually Jesus gives us the answer for what this means for us. And we did have a joke that I could literally just get up and read it again and say, there we go, sermon done. But we decided to look at it a bit differently. So we decided to look at what this would mean if we were the soil, what it would mean if we were the seed, and what it would mean if we were the sower. So if we were the soil, there's something quite special about that. Whether a plant grows or not depends on the soil that we put it in. It depends if we, you know, we've watered it or if it's dry, if it's got rocks in the bottom. It depends on how it's looked after and what nourishment it's got in it. So if the soil was us, then it's up to us as to how we grow. If we're the soil, what nourishment do we have in us? Now the soil contains the bits of the plant that aren't seen. It contains the roots. And as we heard in the story, those roots need somewhere deep to go so that it anchors them, so that they have something that holds them upright. When the storms of life come, it holds them. And so the soil needs to be deep. The soil also gives the nourishment so that the roots can suck that up into the plant and the plant can grow. The stems can shoot up and the flower can come. 
so the soil needs depth and it needs nourishment. Likewise, our soil needs to have depth and nourishment. And those come from our spiritual disciplines, those come from our prayer life, those come from our reading of the word, they come from our spending time with God. Those are the things that bring us growth, that give us nourishment so that our seeds can grow. But also, does it depend on what we surround ourselves with? The soil that was first in our border was dry, hard, it wasn't going to work. It had the weeds in it that were going to hinder the growth of those other plants they needed to be taken out. So does it also, if we're the soil, mean that we need to be careful what we surround ourselves with? The people that we let speak into our life, the people that we go, actually, you know what, if I'm doing something, you can challenge me on that. If you think I'm doing something that's not quite right, you have that authority to speak into my life and to say, actually, Steph, maybe you need to rethink that. And likewise, it also means that I need to be careful about who I let do that. So, they can be hard. Forming those disciplines can be hard. But does it give us that depth of soil that we need for those seeds to grow? So if I was the seed, what would that look like? If we look at a tiny seed, there's so much potential locked away in it. And nothing happens to it unless it's planted. Nothing happens to it unless it's sown in that, in that soil. Nothing happens. But inside it is the potential for those roots to grow. Inside it is the potential for those stems to shoot up. Inside it is the potential for those flowers to grow. Inside it is the potential for the fruit to come up, for the vegetables to grow. The things that we looked at earlier when we were playing the game, they're all inside the potential of a small seed. The seed that doesn't look like much on the outside, but contains a lot. So if we were the seed, what does that mean for us? Does it mean that actually we have that potential locked away within us? The potential to go and do something. The potential to be someone. The potential to serve in the way that only we can serve. And if the seeds in this story are the seeds of the kingdom of heaven, then that seed is also in us. That potential to bring about the kingdom of heaven on earth is in us. And when we plant ourselves in that soil, that is when we start to see this, this seed come alive. This seed start to grow. And likewise, it can be easy to look at a seed and think there's nothing to it. And it can be easy for us to look at ourselves and think, not worth anything. I'm never going to be that person. I'm never going to be like so-and-so. They can do this and I can't. And actually, that's probably the thing I struggle with most in life, seeing potential in other people... I can do. Seeing potential myself, struggle with. But actually, when that seed's in us, that potential is locked away in us. And it's up to us as to whether we plant it in that soil so that, that soil allows those roots to develop and allows the plant to come. So if we are the, the seed, rooting ourselves in a community of church is actually really important. When we worship regularly together, we see stuff happen. When we allow ourselves to grow, we see things begin to happen that we couldn't have dreamed of happening before. It means being challenged to make a difference, and being challenged is okay. It might not be pleasant at the time, but actually challenge brings growth. And if we're the seed, then it means that when our roots are deepened, when those roots have started to develop, when life happens and life gets hard, there's something that anchors us, and those roots come out of that seed. So if we were the sower, what would that look like? 
Now, if I was a sower, as I've already told you, I dug my, like, the holes for those plants specifically as to where I wanted them. It comes with a thing of you know, saying this is going to be 45 centimetres wide or whatever. So you know that you need to create a space that has, has that much space around it. But actually, the sower in this story just slings his seed out and hopes that it's going to grow. I would be careful. This sower shows something different. This sower has the faith in the seed that he scatters. This sower sees the hidden potential in these seeds of what they could become. This sower sees you. This sower sees me. This sower could be the person that planted those seeds in your life when you were growing up and, you know, there was people that said stuff to you or people that were praying for you. People that, you know, brought you along your journey of Christian life that had an influence on you. Those could be the sower in this story. The sower could be us as we plant seeds in other people's lives, seeing the potential in others and allowing that to grow. This sower could be God planting the seed in us when we were created that allowed for all that potential we put inside to be unlocked. But if we were the sowers, then it's sharing what we're becoming. Like this sower was casting the seed, so too do we. And that's why at Meagate Church we have such an emphasis on service. Because actually when we're serving the community, when we're running festivals, when we're giving them dinner, when we're praying for them, when we're giving our money, when we're helping at groups that we run, when we're investing in the lives of our community, that is what we are doing. We are sowing the seeds of the kingdom of heaven. In the hope that one day those seeds will grow. That one day those people will realise the potential that they have locked away in them that one day they too would know the joy that comes with knowing God. That one day they too, when they're struggling with life, would be able to turn to God and say, God, I know that you are the one that keeps me safe. So I wonder, which one of those perhaps you think you might be in this? And I wonder if at different times of our life we might reflect more on one of these than the other. And when we were preparing for this, there was um, a verse that stood out. And it sort of came out of the thought that if the sower is the person who plants the seed of the kingdom of heaven, then the soil's us. And for me, it was the soil bit that stood out most for me. And it's the soil containing love, and that love being what we need to grow. And there's a um, passage in Ephesians 3, 17 to 19, And it says, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And when we came across that, it was that that I wanted to be praying over myself. That I would be rooted and established in love. It was my prayer for the people I know that they too would be rooted and established in love. It's my prayer for the youth and children I work with that they too would become rooted and established in love. It's my prayer for all of you that you would become rooted and established in love. And when we become rooted and established in love, it is out of that love and that depth that we grow. It's out of that love that we can serve when service isn't a burden, but actually it's just sharing love. It's out of that love that we worship. 
It's out of that love for God that actually we give up our home and we go away and we seek God to find out what he's doing, like the Dixons are doing. It's when we're rooted and established in love that nothing can shake us. So that's my prayer for all of you. It's my prayer for me. It's my prayer for these children. That actually they would grow up knowing what it is to be rooted in love. That we would model that to the people in our community that, that struggle with love. That they would know what it is to be full of joy. That they would know that there's potential in them. That we would know there's potential in us. To go and show God to people. So I'm going to ask all the children to come up. Not with the pictures. Okay, we'll leave the pictures. The pictures can stay down there because there's wet glue and I think it will all fall off. So we'll let it dry a bit. Can I ask all the children to come up?